Welcome to Bat Therapy, the psychology of Batman, superheroes, and other comic book characters. Be a fly on the wall or a bat in the cave, listening in on a friendship built out of a love for talking Batman, comics, and the everyday struggle to achieve mental health and happiness. We are your hosts, clinical psychologist Dr. Amelia Brown and comic enthusiast and nerd aficionado Keaton Hopkins. This podcast is about providing education and understanding and is not a replacement for mental health treatment or support. If you're needing help, go to bat-therapy.com for resources. Season. season four! Let's do it. We're talking about it. villains. Yeah! So, the summer of infamy. Summer of infamy. That's what we're doing. Uh, it's... it's I, I'm super excited about this because Me too. we, when we started the podcast, we were always nervous about like running out of things to talk about. Well, yeah. we weren't nervous. Amelia was nervous. I you said you knew, were too. I knew Liar. all along that Lies. there would always be something to oh my God. discuss. You are and talk so about. lying. And I bet, I bet we can find recordings as proof because you know what? It's all in podcasts. I bet I bet you've mentioned you also are concerned. <laughs> never. Never concerned. <laughs> but Summer of Infamy, we're gonna be talking specifically villains. And honestly, we could use y'all's help because we want to hear who y'all's favorite villains are. Mm-hmm. Um we definitely have our favorites, and you'll be hearing more from that soon enough. But yeah, this summer we're gonna be breaking down villains whether it's tv shows or one shots or movies we're gonna be hitting a little bit of everything yeah and i mean obviously we'll hit our our comic books and there are plenty of of villains and we'll hit dc naturally and obviously we've hit plenty of villains along the way so we might revisit some just depending on what we choose to do because it's our podcast and we can do what we want (laughs) but yeah we're we're also uh, you know, like I love Star Trek and I love the idea. Khan is a classic villain out there. I Keaton's shaking his head. You know I'm, what? Eventually I'm, we got to do some Star Trek. I was shaking my head for a completely different reason. My neck oh, was okay. itching. It was, oh, I would never okay, okay, shake okay. my head. Whatever. You potentially might Star convince me. Okay, Trek. whatever. Maybe you can convince me to do Stranger Things, although after the first season, I whittled away. So, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll delve into some other stuff. It's so much better, though. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's fine. I, I, I can do it for you. For you. Star, Star Trek is no sky ball. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't the dad jokes come with being a dad. I don't Yeah. I don't yeah, make the rules. Know. But yeah. So, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll talk Star Trek and we'll talk a lot of good things as well. It's going to be great. Ouch. Oh, you're losing <laughs> friends out there. Um yeah, so so I yeah, I'm really excited about it too, especially after this last season. I was a little worried because I love Elseworlds and alternate realities and everything. And so, yeah. especially with that one, I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to be as excited for next season. But then inevitably, we had our conversations, we came up with this, 
And who doesn't love talking villains? They're just so interesting. And I swear they've, in some ways, villains, it seems like they recently, a lot of people have done a really good job of, at, at really looking at the complexities of, of humans uh, yeah. when they look at, at villains. So it'll be really cool to look at those things. Well, because, and I think part of it is because when you look at the aspect of a hero, a hero has this bulleted list that they always follow, right? They, they, a, a lot of, a lot of not, and I'm not talking anti-heroes here. So Frank Castle mm. isn't on this list, but when I'm talking Get out like, of my head, I was literally, <laughs> oh my God, I was literally just thinking about Frank Castle and would we, would we categorize him He's leaning different. villain? He's different. He's just so different. But like it like standard hero, you know, there's that bulleted list. It's like cool costume, yeah, but it does good, helps people. Um their alter ego also a pretty decent person, right? They're they're they, they a lot of heroes walk a straight line. The villains never walk that straight line and the thing is what makes a good hero is a good villain right like yeah. i'll get like prime example who the podcast is about batman if the only people batman fought every week were bank robbers mm. or pit pockets it wouldn't be pit pockets honestly he <laughs> would though he would beat the living daylights out of a pit pocket which is not the best thing <laughs> but uh yeah. You know, he, he has some things he could work on. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like no, there's a there's a really funny YouTube short out there of, of a guy and he he dives into a swimming pool, but there's clearly a no diving sign. And then he just he comes <laughs> up out of the water and Batman's just standing there and just beats him to a hole. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is like. It's. Uh, uh, the good villains is what makes the stories good. Like I'm, I mm. will. You can go down the list. I think the reason the MCU did so well is for a while, all of the villains were phenomenal. I mean, starting off mm. with like Obadiah Stane, uh, with um, uh, in Iron Man, and you look at those opening ones, Red Skull. I mean, uh, Loki. All of those all of those villains were like really complex characters, really great, fun villains. Mm -hmm. And I think it made it, it bounced off the hero so well. I mean, the MC, I look at like uh, Eric Killmonger, like he, yeah. another, As another phenomenal villain, very interesting character. Well, and there are different generations of things too. And th this might be interesting for us to look at is stories from different kind of generations of storytelling because I don't remember what I was watching or listening to or reading, but something that just talked about there are these different phases and what people want to see or or what we culturally create. And so nowadays we might be moving out of it for all I know, but there tends to be this dark, complex uh, we want the anti-hero. We we don't want, you know, the boots polished perfection. But there have been um, other generations of, of storytelling and whatnot where more kind of campy and simplistic, not in a bad way, but um, just trying to simplify things a bit and more of the black and white have been more the theme. And 
um, I, I think some of that stuff is, is really interesting in terms of what kinds of villains and, and how does that play off with the, the heroes? Because nowadays, like if you take, for Marvel, for me, if, if you watch the first few, you see a difference with their later villains. Oh, the yeah. later villains are much, you get much more backstory. They get better. And they do. They do. And and with that, too, you also get in the backstories of the the heroes as well. Because I think for me, I hear what you're saying. And I I do like me a, a good villain, like the the Dark Knight, the, the Joker in that is phenomenal, oh, for example. Gosh. Yes. Um, one of my favorite Batman movies and nothing to do with Batman. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that goes but, for all of the Nolan trilogy, by the way, though. Yeah, like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, the movies are interesting. Batman, he's fine. Um, but yeah. I, 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 I have to say, for me, heroes though, their backstory and their hurt and how that plays into them being a hero is part of the interest for me. But you're totally right. A villain can pull out those things in a hero oh, yeah. in really wonderful ways. If you if you hit the strike the chord of the villain hero relationship right oh yeah because i mean you look at like even something like uh even like harry potter voldemort mm. pretty interesting villain once you get his backstory and you know like how he operates it's like man like he's stereotypically super duper evil but he is an interesting villain and his lackeys they're all the death eaters mm. they're interesting characters in and of themselves too even, um, I mean, and when you brought up an interesting point about how they've evolved over time, and I was laughing about this because I was thinking about the Joker in Adam Adam West's Batman. Yes. Like, his crazy plan is like, I'm going to do something like poison Gotham's water supply. And like these days, it's like, oh, well, the government will do that. So, I mean, oh, God. <laughs> who, needs, who needs a supervillain to do that when... <laughs> You know, like, and so it's you, you, they have to keep coming up with more evil plans because they're like, oh, that's just second nature. Plus, like this, this day and age, like if someone says, like, I'm going to poison the water supply, everyone's like, well, we drink bottled water in the city anyway. So <laughs> it's already been poisoned by the plastic corporations. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> Make it yeah. worse, I guess. It is really interesting, though, you know, what what draws us to different things and, and honestly sometimes it's really nice to go back um and, and watch some of the the i'm saying older purely you know how how long ago but some of the older versions and it's not a good or bad thing they're just different and they definitely strike different chords but yeah 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 it'll be interesting we, we definitely have to make sure we don't just take villains that have been touched on recently but hit some the you know, it's it's been uh, a few decades just so we can compare. Well, I love watching I love watching a villain's journey, too. And I say that like the the one that comes to mind is uh, Michael Fassbender's Magneto. And oh, so through good. like starting from first class and going all the way through uh, Dark Phoenix, you know, like looking at those movies and just watching how his character evolves because it's like yeah he tries his best to be better and things just keep happening and he's like you keep doing stuff to me and it keeps <laughs> no no humanity is trash and you keep proving me right 
and <laughs> I'm not the villain. And at the same time, I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, you know what? Humanity is trash. He's not the villain. <laughs> I end up pulling for him because it's like man like gosh like i just i love magneto like he's such an interesting yeah. character because he tries he does try and i feel bad for him because yes, he, he he tries and his then best. And, and i do love those characters and I, I love the the twists and turns and um i know another one we talked about potentially doing is watchmen um uh, and I I like when there are all these complex like who's right who's wrong, and then sometimes I just want to hate on somebody and oh, yeah. not not oh, yeah. feel bad for them, not be like well you know no. Sometimes you just want to be like oh, yeah. yeah, take yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah, some there's some there's some villains that it's just like no, no they're they're evil and they need to go. Like case in point, um, Sebastian Shaw in x-men the one that he kills magneto's mom when he can't move the coin oh right 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 yeah yeah okay so here's something interesting about that so silver is not like that coin was made of silver silver's not heavily magnetic so at the time with him being new to his powers he would have had a hard time moving that coin anyway so do you think that that dude is bad at science or he's just that evil I think he's just that evil. Yeah, I think he's just that evil because I think he knew the moment he brought his mom in there, he was like, "I'm gonna shoot her," like I'm gonna. I mean, it. Un, it yeah, I mean, she yeah, was because what a is woman the, in a concentration camp? Unfortunately, that was a. Yeah, because what yeah. was the line he says? He says something like, "I uh, I don't agree with the Nazis, but they do get results," and I'm like, "Oh no." Like, that's not, yeah, you never want to hear that, no, right? And so, no, yeah, I like, he he is the evil villain. And then Magneto is the villain that you're like, I kind of see your point. Like, it's like, <laughs> dude, you went through the Holocaust. You, you, right. yeah. You, you get the, you get to be a villain. You get a yeah. pass. Yeah. yeah. And, don't and kill me, he, but you get a pass. <laughs> especially in the later movies when it's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go after Richard Nixon. And I'm like, well, <laughs> if you gotta pick a president to go after. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, so no Magneto, you're if if these if this is the spectrum, you're actually pretty good compared <laughs> to the guys that you wanna kill. <laughs> Which actually, this that brings up something that we're hoping to do at the end of this season. Um, we were we were talking about wanting to compare different villains as we go, and just kind of you know where do they fit on the evilness scale, which will be super hard. Um, and we were trying to figure out how to do this. And uh, Bill, the Lucius Fox behind the scenes for us, came up with a really good idea of essentially you know doing a sports bracket. So uh, we think what we're going to do at the end of this season is try and bring ev- all of them or most every everyone we talk about back together and try and figure out who is the most evil, which I, I see that being a fun conversation. Oh, yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll definitely be fun. But that's why I was telling uh, telling our listeners out there like messages, Instagram, uh, yeah. Instagram, uh, Facebook. 
Uh, what what else are we on? Y'all run y'all run Instagram, what? Facebook. Are we on TikTok? We're on TikTok, right? We're on TikTok. We need to improve our updating of of TikTok, and I think we're on TikTok. Twitter as well. I think we're on but Twitter. When Twitter got weird, we didn't really know what to do about that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna pay for a blue check yeah. mark, and Elon's kind of weird, and yeah, it's it's <laughs> actually so, maybe Twitter, Twitter's going through a phase right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if if we can figure out our social media enough, maybe when we get close to doing the bracket or as we go, we can try and get some votes about who, what other people think, like which of these is more evil. Um, yeah. And we can kind of gather some of that as we go too. That'd be fun. You can definitely, I'll start making some Instagram polls. That's what I'll do. I'm going to make some Instagram yeah. polls. Uh, and that's how we'll, that's how we'll do the contest. So if you want to vote in our contest, Follow us on Instagram and do it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super, um, I'm super excited. I love a good villain. Um, yes. Even like, I mean, think about how boring James Bond would be as a character without the maniacal villains that he, he goes he'd up against. He'd just again. be a whore. Right. He'd be. All he'd he would be, be is a dude that sleeps with a bunch of women. He'd be, he'd be a, 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 a sexist womanizer, which new Bond was not. True. Love me Daniel Craig, Craig Bond wasn't sexist. Oh my God, though, Sean Connery, Roger Moore Bond, oof, yeah. cringy. I can't. It, they're hard. Some of them are hard to watch. They're hard to yeah. rewatch. The rewatchability. So, so when I raw. was when I was really little, my favorite one was Live and Let Die. Uh -oh. And then I watched it when I was a little <laughs> older, and I realized it's James Bond against all the black people in New oh, Orleans. Oh yeah, and all the horrible stereotypes and, I felt really, and everything. Yeah, it's horrible. I felt really, really bad. It's really <laughs> like, bad. Oh. It's really bad. Like when you look at it, it's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Some bad. of those do not age well. Yeah, and I and of course I looked it up later, and I was like, oh, Ian Fleming was not the best person. Okay. All right. Really? Well, that that yeah. I'm like, oh, that explains that. All right. Well. Oh. Well, now I know <laughs> what I'm Wikipediaing later after we're done. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, like, but he wrote good villains. the The villains were always interesting. They were always super maniacal. And honestly, the Bond villains, I never. They were never the ones where I'm like. They were never the ones that I felt bad for they're never right. the ones that yeah they were the ones i was like no no there's take him out there's yeah, no redeemability yeah. they're the ones for, that kill kill women by covering them with stuff you know yeah, drench her in oil yeah. paint her gold the only reason i knew that someone could die by essentially suffocating their skin was james bond movies yeah there's one there's one bond villain that i think i halfway understand and it's Sean Bean in GoldenEye <laughs> 006 his because his backstory is basically he became a, he he was a double O agent for years but the British government actually murdered his family yeah. so also like, spoilers Keaton but I guess if someone doesn't know that about this movie you've had it plenty came of out in 1995 <laughs> or as I'm my students saying. would say the late 1900s please don't Please don't. It hurts. I know. <laughs> I know when they say it like that. But yeah, like yeah. So yeah, if you if you haven't seen it yet, yeah, that's that's yeah. on you. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. She did an amazing job with uh, oh, yeah. that that theme song. 
Oh, so good. They played it on the radio, the the station. Yes, I still listen to the radio. Anyone who says the late 1900s. They played they played that on the radio the the day after she died in honor of her. And I was like, oh, this is still so good. It's so good. It's so good. But yeah, villains, villains make the world go round with the Flash (laughs) would not be the Flash without Eobar Thawne. He is, oh, he's a character. He's the he's worst. He's a character, right. I love him. Um, I oh, absolutely one, love him. So one more thing that we're testing out this season is uh, with our mindful nerd moments that are at the end of episodes. So we want to continue doing the mindful nerd moments, but we realize that it's kind of different than the rest of our episode. And also, you know, when things get a certain length, obviously people don't always have time to listen to everything all at once. And so it might kind of get lost in the shuffle anyway. So what we're going to test out this season is essentially recording pretty much the same, but making it so we can separate the mindful nerd moment and just release it a little bit later in the week. So you actually get more than one episode release technically every week which is awesome so get two instead um it it won't shorten the discussion of things but the episode would of course be shorter because we then separate out the mindful nerd moment part and then the mindful nerd moment will still connect to that episode and you know we'll tie it in uh together so it still feels um like they're paired up uh but yeah that's just something that we're going to be trying out just to see See how it takes to the whole podcast. It's going to be great because that way, if you happen to be driving and want to practice mindfulness, you don't have to worry about looking down and fast forwarding. You can just start it from the beginning. Exactly. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually another really good point about it is for people who do really like that sort of thing, you probably want it when you want it. And so hopefully this will make it easier. Just be like, bang, there we go. Start that mindfulness. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think we're going to, try some new things but once again thank you so much to all of our followers please please spread the word about our podcast if you want some business cards to pass out message me i will mail you business cards (laughs) to give out to people that therapy just just check us out we're trying to we're trying to grow it we have so much fun doing this i've spoken with a lot of you that are our listeners and thank you so much for your awesome feedback and for just being awesome people in general and so yeah we're really really excited about this summer i think we're gonna have a good time hopefully we'll be sitting in some nice air condition and chatting about (laughs) villains thanks for nerding out with us I'm clinical psychologist, Dr. Amelia Brown. Find me on social media at Crafting the Mind. And I'm comic enthusiast and professional nerd, Keaton Hopkins. Check out my TV and movie reviews on YouTube at TeamJBS. Check out our website at bat-therapy.com, our Bat Therapy YouTube channel, and follow us on social media. See you next week. Same Bat time, same Bat channel.